People of Earth, on this episode of Around the World, we cover the coronavirus with my very, very special guest and host of the Real Reviews podcast, Gabriel Vandermeulen. We're going to dive deep into this. We got some research for you. We're going to give you some good talking points. Uh, we're also going to do a segment. It's going to be a ton of fun. Got some music for that, you know. Get your day started on the right foot with some new information. Make sure you know what you're talking about. I'm doing the research so you don't have to. Today's episode of Around the World, the coronavirus. Let's get it. Around the World. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday. Welcome to Around the World. I have a very, very special guest with me today. He's my very, very good friend and co-host of the Real Reviews podcast. Uh, you can catch them twice a week on Spotify, breaking down all the movies that you want to see or may not have seen. Gabe Vandermeulen. Welcome him in. What's up, brother? How are you? How you doing, man? I'm honored to be here. I'm excited. I'm stoked to be the first guest. I'm excited to get into what we're going to be talking about today. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm real happy to be talking to you and seeing your face on a great day. Dude, I'm, I'm so excited to see you, brother. We got a lot to cover. Um, so Gabe's over in Europe right now. Uh, unless you want to disclose your location, I'm not going to disclose your location. But You, you can um, disclose 100%. <laughs> so Gabe's, uh, Gabe's over in Luxembourg right now. Um, and today, our top story, uh, we're going to be covering the top story that has been affecting us for months now, uh, the coronavirus. And while I know it may seem like it's only affecting us here at home in the States, it is still everywhere else, you know, in this world. And we're going to dive deep into that today. Uh, you have any opening thoughts on this? Uh, uh, stay safe, wear a mask, social distance. But yeah, be, be wearing a mask, be wearing a mask. But here at Around the World, I'm reading the article, so you guys do not have to. And so today's research is coming from the Washington Post, Johns Hopkins University, and the BBC. And let's break this bitch down. So, the coronavirus. Worldwide, as of Monday, there are just over 50 million cases worldwide. In the U.S. alone, the total cases as of Monday of this week were 12,192,072. Now, from Johns Hopkins University, they did a study. From March to April, it took six weeks to jump from 10 to 20 million cases worldwide. Now, this is at the very beginning of the pandemic. We all remember going into lockdown in March, but it took six weeks to jump from 10 to 20 million cases worldwide. But it took less than three weeks to jump from 40 to 50 million cases. So this thing is spreading out of control. And that's why we need to be wearing our masks and social distancing. But now the question on everybody's mind after the US presidential election, we're having more information about vaccines. Where's the vaccine? Somebody give me a vaccine. Well, there's three in production right now, which is great news. So here's the breakdown of this. This is per the Washington Post. On November 9th, Pfizer and their German partner, BioNTech, I believe I'm saying that right, BioNTech, reported that their vaccine is 90% effective, more than 90% effective, actually. A week 
later on November 16th, exactly a week later, Moderna reported that their vaccine was 95% effective. And a week after that, AstraZeneca and its partners at Oxford reported that their vaccine was 90% effective on November 23rd. So this is dope. This is really, really dope. But the question on everybody's mind now is how soon are we going to get this? A lot of people are thinking we're going to be going through this for another year. A lot of people think we're going to be going th through this for another two years. A lot of people think that as soon as this thing gets out, it's all going to be over. Here's the deal. According to the Washington Post, the FDA is going to have to assess and review all of these vaccines, their effectiveness, safety, and their ability to be manufactured. But after that, an FDA advisory committee will have to vote on whether to push these vaccines through. But this could happen all as early as next month, December 2020. Per the Washington Post, all of this could happen as early as next month. This advisory committee could be able to push these things through. But if they do, the CDC will most likely prioritize these vaccines for high-risk groups first. So we're talking the elderly. We're talking immunocompromised, people that need it, our first responders. Shout out our first responders, by the way, for grinding through this absolute hellscape of the world that we're living in right now. Uh, let's give our first responders some credit. Be nice to the people around you. Uh, but the government projects that Pfizer and Moderna will be able to provide about 40 million doses covering about 20 million people by the end of the year. Yes, the end of 2020. This is from the Washington Post. You can look this up. This is available to you. I'm reading the articles so you don't have to. Gives you something to talk about at the office today. On top of that, AstraZeneca said that they could have another 4 million of their vaccine ready by December and could have 40 million doses by the first quarter of 2021. We're making progress, folks. We're making progress. However, we still have a long way to go before these vaccines are really going to get pumped out like Tyson pumps chickens into a shredder and makes those delicious little chicken nuggets. All right, we got to get these, we got to get on our shit as individuals. And we need to start following the social distancing guidelines. This isn't a hoax, folks. This is real. We're going to hear about it in Europe from my, my good friend Gabe here in a minute. This is real. This is affecting a lot of people. So wear your masks, stay social distance, but have some hope. There's something to drink about. There's something to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. It's our first responders and these scientists getting to work on these vaccines so that we could have the potential of getting this, getting out of this within the first quarter of 2021. Gabe, what's it like across the pond right now, man? Give us some info. My man, I think you said that that beautifully. Um, it was well said. I do want to say before I talk about what's across the pond, uh, touch on what you were just kind of saying. I was talking to my mom the other day, kind of talking about how, you know, kind of myself, personally like if i get it i don't think i'm that high of risk like it's not that big of a deal if i get it you know the death rate is so small for the sure. people under 50 years old let's say um and she was talking about how you know there are these instances with you know you have people that are 28 years old that are dying from this disease you have people that are in there around my age 22 23 that are dying yeah and i was kind of like you know it's such a small case and she was like it doesn't matter if it's one person in the whole world like that is so fucking sad and like depressing that that is happening like you shouldn't just be like oh it won't hurt me so it's not a big deal like it probably won't hurt me it won't kill me but it's mm -hmm. still a big deal because people are dying 
Um, just my two cents because you were talking about it right there and I wanted to talk about it. Uh, so Luxembourg. No, yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. So yeah, um, Luxembourg, we just entered in starting this week into our kind of biggest lockdown since the start of the pandemic. So wow. I am a month off of being 23 years old and I'm been living at my parents home for nine months now so it's hey, not an ideal here, situation <laughs> i feel you i feel you <laughs> um but lockdown when i first came here was intense as it was everywhere it lightened up for the summer um and then there's you know i think there was kind of this misconception that was somewhat spread that you know it's like oh summer it's going away it's going to go away it's going to be here yeah the heat's going to kill it the booze is going to melt kill it. it like and it's just it's just not the case it's back it's I mean, it never really left, but it's, it's, you know, running rampant, um, Luxembourg. So we just shut down big time. Um, only two people allowed over at somebody's house that are not family members. We just shut down restaurants and bars, uh, cinemas. And we were advised by, um, the government to really, to kind of not leave the house unless it's essential, uh, which is, which are the biggest measures that I've seen taken since the initial one. Um, it's, it's only going to be in place for, three weeks but you know i think even today we had i think around like 800 cases new cases like it's and and luxembourg is not a big country i mean like this is a lot of people getting it for a small small country right um so and i know that luxembourg is not alone in that luxembourg really follows that's that's the cool thing with a lot of these european countries um they have independent governments you know but they're all operating under the eu for the most part so they can kind of bounce their ideas off of each other. So you see one, it's kind of like Luxembourg, we're so small. So we see France or Germany take measures and the government hasn't announced anything here, but like we knew this lockdown was coming, you know, a week or two before because Paris right. had done it, Berlin's doing, you know, uh, Holland and Belgium are doing it. So there's really kind of like this, it's, it's funny though, cause there is this fear, but at the same time, there's not as, big of a fear it seems publicly as like the first lockdown like people know what's coming people know what it's gonna do right um, so I, I see a lot of these articles from american uh news sources that are like it's a shit show in europe like everything's going to hell and it's like it's really not the case like i actually think it might be worse in america right now um, i i very much think it is because i was trying you know i'm trying to find now like say what you want about the washington post but like john you know i trust that johns hopkins study but i also tried to pull from bbc this week because i feel like they're completely impartial and and to be honest with you like a lot of like the, you know especially like post-presidential election and pre-presidential election like who knows who's really telling the truth in america anymore you know what i mean man like and maybe yeah. I'm just wearing a tinfoil hat there, but like, you know, I, I don't know. It's I, it like, good. I, I just, well, it's kind of on that. I just think it's a shame that a virus, something that's killing people has been politicized. Like, I just don't think this should be a political issue. I just think it's like, it's clear there are people dying. Like, regardless of if you don't think you're going to die, regardless of 95% of people are surviving, we still have 5% of people dying. Like, like we just haven't seen, like, this is not like a common flu. Like people are not dying like this from the common flu. People do die from the common flu. Not like this. And the fact that they're even being compared is ludicrous, Yeah, in my opinion. So great. Well, this is a great segue because what I wanted to talk about, and I'm not getting into presidential election stuff, but what I found important while I was watching the votes come in is they would uh, put up exit polls. And one of the exit polls that I saw during this coverage was they asked, you know, Americans, 
what did they think the most pressing issue facing the country was right now? And 49% said the economy over to 48% saying uh, that they thought the coronavirus pandemic was the most important issue affecting America. Now, this is definitely from a small pool. Every exit poll I see has probably got like 15,000, 16,000, you know, recorded answers. But, you know, at the same time, how, man? Like, how? I don't understand. Like, it, it's exactly like you said, man. This is literally an invisible killing machine that we cannot see. And we're still focused on, the, like, now, I'm not saying we shouldn't be focused on the economy, but the economy is going to run just as great as it ever did as soon as we eradicate the coronavirus. That Well, so hearing those numbers, that's why I, I was... Am I wrong? That. Like, you know well, what I mean? Like, I'll play devil's advocate advocate for a second. I almost think please you, do. you almost answered the question, like, like the point that I'm going to say in that. But I think people that were saying the economy is a bigger deal or, or sense like that, we're almost seeing the economy and maybe they weren't at all. And I'm just talking for them, but the, the economy and coronavirus as synonymous in a sense that like they're both major issues. Like the economy is terrible right now. I don't think anybody doubts that we... I think a very few percentage of people think that we can save the economy and let the coronavirus keep going as it is. Like, I think, I think a lot of people are, the majority of people are understand that coronavirus needs to be addressed at the same time as addressing that the economy needs to be addressed as well. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just hard to, it's hard to grab, especially like seeing people without masks now still. And like, it doesn't make sense to me, but I completely hear that point. Yeah. Um, speaking, speaking, no masks. Um, I'm going up to, I'm, I'm moving in a month and a half now uh, with my girlfriend up to Sweden. And hey, fantastic. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm a little bit nervous because they're doing the, and they have been doing the herd immunity. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. So Jeez, it, it's like, it's like no masks whatsoever. Like no, so they're just living normally. They're, they're living. So, so they have been living pretty damn normally up until about this past month. Um, little background on the living normally there pr- prior to this month it was literally normal like they were like kind of like oh damn clubs got shut down and you're like oh clubs got shut down they're like well minimum like maximum like 600 people inside together and it's like you know you Dude. most places you're not even allowed to go up to the bar to order stuff and like so it, it was crazy like they're they're living you know with the covid was very relaxed like uh my girlfriend emma and i we went up to sweden for two weeks this summer um she has a summer house up there in a small small town mm-hmm. and when we'd go into the grocery store and wear our masks like there's even like 80 year olds that look at you like you're a freak like like o- only because not like that they don't believe in it it's just that their government's like we're gonna do herd immunity and the whole population's like we'll get behind our government we'll do herd immunity yeah whatever and, and wow. so and i mean it's funny though because i was talking i forget who i was talking to i was talking to a friend here but I think if the vaccine, if it took like five years to find the vaccine, people would have been like, Sweden did it right. I think because we're getting the vaccine really quick, I think a lot of people would be like, Sweden did not do it right. Because they have had so many deaths that could have been prevented by masks. Yeah. By, you know, they, it took them like a couple of months to shut down visitors going to old people's homes because right. they had so many people dying there. Um, and like lack of testing and stuff like that, because they're kind of just like, we're going to save it for the people who actually need it, which... 
I mean, they, they, they got behind as a nation. They, they like that, but you know, I, I definitely think I'm gonna, um, get it in the next couple of months moving up to Sweden. <laughs> Jeez, man. Hey, be safe, please. The, uh, that's the, that's the interesting thing though. You know, we look at countries like Sweden, we look at countries like Australia and New Zealand and how, um, at least to the best of my knowledge, uh, Australia and New Zealand uh, went complete, complete and other like literally like put the bars down on their, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and, and they made it out. And then you see the flip side of Sweden being all right, like keep calm, carry on, like go as normal. And they, they, I want to say, well, I mean, they're, I mean, they can just live freely. So I don't, are they close to being out? Do you know? I, I wish I had more numbers on them. Out and what? Like, no, no. Like it's so, so they actually now just put on restrictions that they did. like, like, yeah, like they're, they're locked down now. Like it's been really bad in Sweden now and yeah. their lockdown now is worse than it was in like March and April, you know, when everybody else had bad lockdowns. Right. Like now they've, I think, um, cut down to, guests over to people's house to like eight people i think they've actually closed down clubs and bars now or no they've they've closed down bars after 10 p.m um and restaurants you can't sit more than like six people at a table yeah uh, which i think compared to some states so they're on the they're on the u.s plan kind of right now yeah, yeah. and so it's funny because yeah. like in luxembourg i see that and i talked about our restrictions that just came into place now i'm like that's that seems like freedom and then there's probably some states and countries that are like you're taking away our freedom and it's like you know it's tough to find a good compromise uh halfway in between um especially because you know there's one week where there's 30 new cases a day and the next week there's a thousand and you're just like what the hell just happened like it's it's where man we're living through history uh you know who know i mean who knows if we'll ever well they're saying it's likely that we meet might see something like this again in our lifetime and i honestly i don't doubt that we will but I mean, this is just crazy, man. We're living through something that hasn't been nearly this big since like the Spanish flu in like 1918. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, even if you take like swine flu, Ebola, I mean, Ebola wasn't airborne. So that's what, because that was just super deathly, super sad. Right. Um, but it wasn't airborne. So it didn't affect any of us at home. I remember exactly when, when this first started, I was talking to my parents. I was like, geez, like, I feel like so selfish for not having worried so much about Ebola because it wasn't affecting us personally. Um, oh. And then I, I just was, you know, reading up on pandemics and epidemics and whatever. And yeah. Reading up about it, I was like, geez, if you live there, like that was just, and it just kind of something that went over my head. And then we also had the swine flu, but the swine flu, I remember the swine flu. I remember. I remember I, the I, swine flu. Yeah. I think my school got shut down for like three days or something. We had a long weekend. And like, I knew a couple of kids that yeah. had it. Like, I didn't know anybody that died from it. And I rem- I was in, uh, yeah, well, you're a Catholic school boy, aren't you? Yeah, I of am. course. Yeah, so I remember when I was in when I was in Catholic school in Virginia, uh, the year that the swine flu came out. You know, it was a very very small school, but around Halloween, like you could like decorate your door. It's like elementary, middle school. Yep. Like you could like decorate your door for Halloween, and I don't know why I thought this was so funny, but like one of the doors, like they decorated it and like put like a bunch of like classic like Halloween stuff on it, and then one of the kids took. Um, the end of a Swiffer duster, like with like the, the long, like kind of particle, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Kind of look, almost looks like palm tree shit, like coming off. It. Yeah. 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 Stuck it right on the door and it just didn't make any sense with the rest of the door. And the teacher <laughs> was like, what's this? He goes, it's H1N1. 
and I lost my shit. I thought that was so funny. Um, creative, creative but, kid at a young age. Creative kid at a young age. But yeah, man, no, dude. Like again, you know, we've seen this. We've kind of seen a little bit of this before, not to this extent. But you're right, man. I never thought about that with Ebola. Also, it's you know, it affects so many other countries in this world, and then we barely even hear about it or just too too lazy to pay attention which is why i'm glad we're having a conversation like this you know what i mean you know be less uh you know be less selfish in this world wear your mask social distance you know what Mm. i mean speaking of which uh i wanted to try a segment where you know we look especially in the beginning it was hard to find a face covering it was just a it was just a matter of finding a face covering where, you know, like when we were at school, actually, that's the last time I saw you, you know, uh, me, Gabe and I went to school together. And I remember I flew back from LA a day early uh, to go back to school because all this lockdown was happening and Gabe was packing his bags to go to Europe. And man, thinking, thinking we'd see each other again. And it's been eight months and we've yet to see each other eight in person. Months. I know. I'm once this clears up, I'm coming stateside for a good week or two to hang. Please, please. Yeah, come visit us out on the Cali side. Um, but uh, but anyways, yeah. So right at the beginning of all that, you know, so I I remember, you know, my friends that were coming back for spring break were pulling shirts out of their out of their uh uh suitcases, tying them around their face. It was hard to find a face covering. And for some people, it still seems hard to find a face covering because a lot of people still aren't wearing masks. So Gabe and I are going to try to come out with or come up rather with some uh, alternate mask uh, alternatives for you. Uh, we're going to play some music right now. It's coming in. How fun is this? I'm this is a- fun. <laughs> I like this. How fun <laughs> is this music? Um, all right. So you, you ready? You got some alternate mask ideas. Let's uh, I got a couple. You want You want to go first? You, yeah, should we, go should first. we do every other, every other, every other real quick. Let's try to, let's get four. Let's do two each. All right, here all we right. go. We're gonna ramp the music up a little bit right here. All right, so this is uh, this is Gabe and Zach's alternate masks for you. My first one uh, is uh, the bag head, like brown paper bag head. If you're like 0 and 14 in an NFL season where they uh, wear the bags over their head, cut cut some eye holes out in a brown paper bag, throw that over. Uh, yeah, it's a sad time. It's a sad time. Brown paper bag head is directly associated with having a bad year we're all having a bad year go ahead throw a paper bag it's a little uh, i think it's funny i'd appreciate that i don't know what you got i'm not gonna lie that only reminds me of the movie the strangers which is so scary and i think i just have ptsd throughout anything anybody like that scariest movie i've uh, all right we're gonna i'm gonna hit a record scratch right here and then we're gonna (laughs) take a sidetrack actually the scariest movie i've ever seen so scary 2009 film the strangers um dude and you're not a scary movie person oh no i think i've i don't even know if i've watched i watched the trailer last christmas with my siblings and i was like screw that and i think i've maybe watched like the first 30 minutes and the first second they see them i was like turn it off turn it off dude it's freaky man and it's the reason it's based on, a, isn't, isn't it like based on like a Manson murder? Like I, I was just about to say, yeah, it's based on true events. I'm not, I don't want to uh, falsely say which events those are. It's an yeah, easy right. lookup. I've done it before, but yeah, I think, I think it is something along the lines of like a Manson murder, but yeah, that's why it's it, it, to me. That's why it's so scary. Just because like it, well, it did happen. 
and that could like that could realistically happen you know so yeah it's yeah freaky deaky i like that okay um all right all right pull music back in what you got uh, i got you know those i don't even know what they're called you know the hoodies that like they have like the dragons like sharks on them and you like zip them up all the way so like yeah yeah they go all the way (laughs) so you're just all the way in there cut (laughs) cut a little hole for the eyes and you're set you're set dude not only do you have a face mask you also have a costume you have a costume that's full comfort you know what i mean like you're you're fully locked in zipped up i love it i love it see guys like these are this is what this is what we need this is innovation this is somebody somebody makes some products out of this i my second alternate mask i'm going with uh a stuffed animal or cuddly pet because you can just tape that thing right around your face and uh it's got great surface area to cover all those particles coming out your face hole and uh, it could also double as a mustache depending on how furry your pet is so mustache, I, I definitely disguise pet I definitely thought you were going with the like hollow it out approach, but I like just the tape on the face. <laughs> oh no, dude. Well, I'm not about animal abuse, but ex- <laughs> I guess besides maybe taping an animal directly to your face. But hey, it's in it's in pursuit of saving everybody. So get off my back, Peter. What you? Yeah, know? come on. All right, yeah, come on, come on. Um, you, all saying? right, all right, one more. Post, post. It's a seasonal one. Post okay. Halloween. Ooh. Don't throw that pumpkin out. Don't throw that pumpkin out. <laughs> Put it on your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god. Yeah, man. Get that jack-o'-lantern and just don't cut just cut two eyes in it and throw that thing over your head. The, the eyes the eyes are already cut, depending on your design, but you that's like your face can literally be images now. It doesn't even need to be your face. That's so beautiful. I love that. <laughs> And it's resourceful, you know, reuse, reuse, recycle. Yeah, reuse, reuse. I, I, I repeated yeah. reuse there. There's definitely a different word. I think reduce. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Thank you. Reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> it's okay. We could reuse twice. Yeah. I guess theoretically that's, that is recycling. That, you could really just reuse three times. I, I, th- I think it's just a reuse game, to be honest with you. Well, great. Well, the, those are our alternate masks. Uh, if you needed help finding a mask, there's four great ones for you. Um, and yeah, this is this is great. So, Gabe, man, best of luck to you in Sweden, brother. Uh, Thank stay you. Stay safe out there, man. Thank you. You as well on the West Coast, dude. Of course. You're you're yeah, in my wet. stomping grounds, kinda. I, I can't Bit wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gabe's a Gabe's a Seattle native. I kind of, uh, you'll appreciate this. I kind of, I'm, I just got my hair, my hair recut, but I'm going for a, a scrawny white DK Metcalf <laughs> look here. So you start dyeing it pink and green and just different colors every day. I go full Robin on it. I think I'm gonna have to get the stud in one nostril and then the ring in the other nostril, and we'll just. We'll he has the cross. He has the cross earring. Oh yeah, now I'm working on that. Yeah. We'll we'll get there one day. I got my I still got my starter studs in, but <laughs> one day I'll grow up and be a real boy. You know, get me cross. Gabe, thank you so much, man. Thank you for your insight and all the information today. Um, and Gabe's the inaugural guest on Around the World, uh, and you guys are the inaugural listeners to Around the World. So thank you so much for tuning in this week uh i'll be back for more next week 
with uh, another one of my good buddies. We're going to be talking about how health, fitness. We're going to debunk some myths. We're going to help you lose that last bit of chicken fat. It's going to be great. Um, go check out Real Reviews on Spotify, Mondays and Fridays, hosted by Gabe and our two other very, very good friends, uh, the professor, Joey Greco, and uh, Brock. How do you say his last name? I don't want to mispronounce it. Bouillon. Bouillon. Bouillon? Yeah. Okay, Brock Bouillon. Brock. Unless he gets on here in a couple of weeks and tells me that's how you pronounce it, but. Okay, well, I hope so. I didn't want to. Dude, I was like, Brock, I was going to come on here and say Bulaney, and I'm so glad I asked. Bouillon. <laughs> I, don't, Brock I definitely Bouillon. don't think it's that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm terrible, Brock. I love you. But, anyways, uh, those three have great insights on all the movies that you want to see or may not have seen. Check them out Mondays and Fridays. Uh, Gabe, is there anything else you'd like to say about that podcast? Uh, it's it's a fun time. Short, sweet uh, episodes. We'd love to have you guys listening. But yeah, whatever you guys want. Give us I recommendations. Know. Yeah, follow them on Instagram at realreviews underscore, correct? Double underscore. Double underscore. Hit him with the, hit him with the double underscore. <laughs> um, fantastic, man. Gabe, thank you so much. Um, let, please come back on. I'd love to have you back on. Will do, my man. Much love. Thanks so much for asking me. All right, brother. Of course. All right, folks. Stay safe this week. Have a great weekend. And we will see you next time on Around the World.